What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Hamilton. Today, I'm interviewing a good friend of mine. His name is Ran Beer. He is one of the owners of San Jose Barbell. Now, Ran Beer is a really cool guy. He does amazing work over there with all sorts of different clients and people. So I'm going to pick his brain a little bit about kind of his approach to how he trains his clients, how he simplifies everything, and a little bit of the mindset side and what it takes, in his opinion, to get from you know where you are to where you want to be. So Without further ado, let's get Rambier on the phone. Hello? What's up, man? Dude, what's going on? How are you, brother? Chilling, man. I love you. I'm good, man. I'm good. It's a busy day, but it's good, man. I'm glad I get you on here. Yeah, dude. Good to be on here. Awesome, man. So how are things? Things are good. Same, same, uh, same as you. Uh, busy day. Got a few things. Got a few people to meet, places to be. You know, um, just running around basically. Nice man. I love it. I love it. So we're recording. Um, so talk a little bit about kind of a uh, little bit about you know your story and your background because I know you and I haven't really talked other than just a little bit, a little bit of social media back and forth talking and stuff. Because um, I got to know. Your part now is is LJ your brother partner? How what's your guys' relationship? Uh, he so LJ is my business partner, and uh, definitely he's like he's like a brother to me for sure. Um, I met him during way back in the day. We used to work out together, and then uh, then we we would always talk about you know opening a gym, doing our own thing, and then you know then we made it happen six years ago, and here we are. That's sick. And it's uh, San Jose Barbell, right? Yeah. That's awesome, man. I've, I've, I've been wanting to make it out there. I'd like to come out there sometime this year. Uh, it's been a few years since I've been to the Bay Area, but it is gorgeous out there, man. I love it. Yeah, dude, it's pretty nice. Uh, people out here are spoiled. They're, you know, if it gets a little cold, everyone says it's freezing. If it's like a little warm, then it's, oh, my God, it's so hot. I'm like, you gotta, you, you don't know, you don't understand. Like it gets to like, uh, you know, 60 degrees out here and people are like, Oh my God, it's freezing. (laughs) People back East are laughing. This is like, dude, I'm from Indiana. So it could be like, like, I'll tell you this week it's in just over here in Indiana. It, it, it will be, um, eight inches of snow one day, (laughs) 70 to 75 and sunny the next day. Damn. Like in two days. That's, that's what insane. this week, this past week was. That's insane. Yeah, it's nuts. So, uh, so yeah, dude. Uh, so, talk a little bit about, you know, for some people listening, kind of your story, your background, and just, you know, about you for a minute. All right. So, I guess if we were where all of this started was back, uh, all this being, you know, what we're doing here at San Jose Barbell, what I'm kind of doing. Um, with my own thing is, uh, back when I was a little kid, my, uh, my, uh, my uncles introduced me to legendary classics such as, uh, Rambo, Rocky movies, all the Sylvester Stallone movies, Bruce Lee. And so from very early on, like that was, you know, that's that's what I wanted to be. That's what I wanted to look like. You know, that's what I wanted to do. Um, so that 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 kind of got the seed planted in my head of of uh, of what I wanted to uh, 
go towards. And uh, my uh, my background um, is basketball. So I played basketball from like age six all the way till high school and college. And oh, uh, what was that? I said, oh, damn, that's a long time. Yeah. So basketball was my life. Um, and, uh, despite playing for so long, like I didn't do any strength and conditioning. And then even when I was in college, the strength and conditioning program was, uh, uh, lackluster to, to say the least. And so, uh, I was always super weak and super skinny, like, uh, probably from the age, from freshman year in high school up until the age of like 20, two or 23 uh i was like 150 um so no no real progress nothing really happening uh in terms of physically and then uh it wasn't until you know this is why like coaches are so important because we always talk about this stuff and it's important to practice what you preach but like i didn't really make progress even though i knew a lot of stuff because i had started you know uh doing my own uh, education and, and, uh, learning about, you know, what does it take? Um, and then when I got a coach was was when I finally started to make progress. Um, and that was like, uh, 23, that was the year, like that was right before we opened, uh, San Jose Barbell. So, um, that's super important who, by the way, shout out to Alberto Nunez. I don't know if you know, uh, Alberto, the three DMJ guys. Uh, that name sounds really familiar, but I'm, I can't, I'm not putting a picture in my head. Yeah. Yeah. So those guys are, are phenomenal. Um, and uh, because of him and, and, and I'm still with coach Nunez uh, to this day. And I told him like, I told him like two years ago, I was like, bro, you're stuck with me for life, man. Um, but it's made me a way better coach. It's obviously, you know, I've gotten, way better results for myself uh, from from that time being with him but you know my my basic story is you know I was always super weak super insecure um, basketball gave me a little bit of something to you know give me some confidence but outside of the basketball court you know it was uh, not a fun time you know I feel you man I feel you so how how old are you then I'm 30. I just turned 30. Oh, nice. You look a lot younger in your pictures. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's good. So what are your numbers right now then? So like, so you're, cause you're, so you're, you're big into, uh, sorry. So are you, are you more into powerlifting or are you more into a little bit of everything? So like, what's your, what's your kind of thing right now? So yeah, my, my philosophy or like my, uh, my goal with all this is to be, um, as strong as, you know, humanly possible as, uh, um, be able to move my body weight as well as a gymnast, um, be able to, uh, be lean, athletic and powerful like Bruce Lee. And so, and, and be able to pretty much do anything physical without needing to like, Oh, I need to go train for this or do any of that. Like I, I you want to be able to be ready for whatever you need to do. And so uh, we do, I mean, I do a lot of different things. Uh, the base is the power lifts and body weight work. So as far as numbers go, my deadlift, um, 
we'll find out very soon, but I'm I'm assuming now it's uh mid fives right now. That's amazing, dude. Uh, and what do you what do you weigh? Uh, one fifty five. That's fantastic, bro. That's that's huge. That's 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 awesome. Yeah, dude. It's uh, th- and that that was one of the things that like I wanted to share with people because you know we have this assumption and people have this assumption that in order to be really strong you have to have you have to be either like huge or you got to have like some kind of genetic gifts or anything like that and that's just you know that's just not the case for sure absolutely man i love that because it was even when i was talking to alj it was the same thing because alj is working on like his world record but he was he was saying something about like he's like 165 pulling six and i'm like wait what yeah what (laughs) that's insane and then you got then you got that motherfucker's like science like Jordan, that's like yeah. what, at like 130, 40 pounds pulling like almost 600. It's, it's insane. It's, yeah, it's pretty nuts, dude. Um, but that's the cool thing because this is like available to anybody who, who wants it, you know? It's just a matter of patience. I mean, you know that. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I'm about is just showing, helping people understand like they're capable of, of some pretty ridiculous things if they want to. Um, as far as other lifts, you know, my, my squat is around 330, 340. Um, bench is the one that I won't do very often because, you know, whatever your weakest at, you don't talk about that too much. But <laughs> um, I've, I've done my best bench is like 230, uh, 235. So um, I'm more of a fan of the overhead press. So Oh, really? That's awesome. I don't hear yeah. that very often. A lot of guys I know are all, all about all about benching, and I honestly all all my my heavy lifting buddies, none of them overhead press, none of them. Really? Yeah. Do you overhead press? Do, do I? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, um, I, even like me, even like, like I've never, I'm not a huge uh, powerlifting guy. Uh, I'm kind of transitioning, kind of into a lot more on that end, but, uh, but, but like all all my buddies who are all about squat bench deadlift, like they'll do like overhead presses, like accessory work, but I don't know anybody that's like max efforting overheads and stuff. Cause it's, it's, uh, it's hard. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, it's hard. And I don't know if it's as sexy as the bench, um, or it's more difficult to make progress in it. You know? mm-hmm. Um, but that just kind of goes along with what, what we, uh, the kind of stuff that, you know, I really focus on, which is, you know, Obviously, the power lifts, overhead pressing, lots of kettlebell work, um, general athleticism stuff, you know, sprints, jumps, um, lots of body weight stuff. Uh, I, I, one of my favorite things, you know, all the lifts and everything are great, but I really like, uh, like I'm, uh, I'm still able to uh, dunk and actually, I can jump higher and and I'm more explosive now than I've ever been in my life. That's badass. And that's always, dude, it's, it's really satisfying because I remember when I was younger, the old guys would be like, Oh yeah, wait age, you know? And for sure. And you get, and now, you know, you get to those ages and it's like, well, Hey guys, it wasn't because of your age. It was because you just weren't doing the right stuff, you know? Mm-hmm this is it's it's a it's a, i love your perspective on it because normally and I, i'd like to hear your input on this um i feel like uh people get kind of stuck in the trap this is whether it be uh training or nutrition or whatever 
people feel like they have to marry a system. Like um, they feel like they have to be a bodybuilder and only do bodybuilding splits and lifts and stuff. And they can't do anything else other than bodybuild. Or you got guys that are powerlifters that they only powerlift, only powerlifting and accessory work and won't do any of this other stuff versus kind of you're hitting a little bit of everywhere. You want to look good and sexy, but you want to be able to pull really heavy weight, but move your body, but stay shredded, you know. Dude, you hit it on the head. It's, and I, I mean, you could, I could, you could probably attribute to this a lot of different, very smart people, but it's one that stuck with me is like the guy who's married to methods, you know, will never get results. But the person who's married to principles can get results with any method he chooses, you know. Yeah, I, I, I listened. I heard that first when you, on your podcast. I was listening to your podcast last night and you said that and that like hit smacked me in the face. I love that. that that's amazing. I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I wish uh, I could take credit for it, but you know, I, we just, uh, we just try to learn from the best people, you know, Jordan being one of them. And there's a lot of really, uh, smart, uh, people, you know, putting out good information, you know, one of them of course being yourself as well. So, um, I, I think that's that important. Means. Yeah, dude. Well, let's, let's transition that, that, that kind of topic into the, into the nutrition world. Cause I know you're, you're, um, I love the title on, on your, uh, your podcast episode. I was, I was just part, looking on your, on your podcast yesterday because I didn't realize you had one. And, uh, and there was one that you were like, why you, I don't want you to get butt hurt that I don't do keto or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, talk about that. How, like, in, in terms of like the nutrition side where people feel like they have to do what, whatever the big, sexy, exciting, system is that they hate and all that kind of stuff yeah dude i mean it goes along with that that you know principle of uh or her being married to principles not methods and uh i feel that people get so wrapped up in or they wrap up their identity in in either like the diet they're using or the training that they're using or like whatever you know you want to uh attach yourself to versus i mean i think your identity should be wrapped up in like what kind of a person you are um and people get really really butthurt if you say anything about um you know their thing right Mm -hmm. their team you know even though you may not even be saying anything like uh, bad or negative, even if you bring up something, people will get very, very, like, unreasonable. It's, like, not, uh, yeah, so I, I, I don't like that kind of shit, and uh, um, I think that's important, and, and I think that's important for people to understand, like, you will get better results, and you will be happier if you stop being married to the diet that you're doing, you know? Yeah. Um, especially i mean i don't know you're uh uh i'm sure you've you've uh tried and experimented with a lot of different things like i've done every diet like i've worked at, like i've experimented with all of them they all work the the goal mm-hmm. the goal is to pick the one that's most convenient and and feels the best for you you know exactly and well and i think what people forget is let's let's say there's somebody out there that does let's say they enjoy eating keto and they for some reason just hate carbs for whatever weird reason and they all they want is protein and fat but then that's a period people think they have to marry they people treat diets 
and workout systems like a spouse where you get one and the goal is to not ever have another one again for your life, you know, where you can be a whore about it. You can try every nutrition <laughs> system out there. You can try every workout split out there. Be a whore about it. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, you, you, it's like people don't have that level. You know, it's, it's funny that you say that because, like, people don't have that level of commitment to the things that really matter. Right. <laughs> but, but they'll have that level of commitment to their fucking diet. I mean, like, you... Uh, you should have that level of commitment. If you're in a relationship, that's something that you really got to be married to and you got to be committed to it because that's something different. That's important. You you should be married to being a good person. Um, but like things like this, go fucking try all of them and find the one yeah. that works the best. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Be a whore about it. I love it. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> um, that's, that's, yeah, that's really, that's a really uh, interesting. That's a good way to put it for sure. Um, but yeah, that that kind of like our biggest thing, you know, is always about and my thing is always about uh, the, the the first principle, I guess, is like str- uh, strong, uh, strong people always build others up and they never tear them down. And true strength isn't about what you lift or how ripped you are or how fast you are. True strength is how you treat yourself and then how you treat other people. Like that's, that's what it's all about. And then everything else just kind of falls into place, you know? Yeah, for sure. That makes so much sense, man. Now talk to me a little bit about, um, and uh, another one, something I I wanted to have your input on. I wanted Aljay's too. And we, him and I talked about this and I I would love to hear yours. Um, In the world of owning a gym, because that's what you guys do. You guys own and run San Jose Barbell. But the biggest, one of the biggest excuses I hear on the planet, as I'm sure you do it, with your coaching clients, is that they don't have time. Everybody, we all have the same 24 hours, but a lot of people like to pull that out of their ass. And they're like, oh, I don't have time to train. I'm a mom. I'm in school. I work three jobs. I whatever. I, I asked uh, um, Boss this the other day when I had – it's Kevin Hart's coach. I asked him this when I had him on my podcast the other day because Kevin Hart's the big, busiest motherfucker in the world, yeah. and they still train. So, like <laughs> – so coming from a gym owner where I'm sure you can't even get a lift in without someone grabbing you saying, Hey, the front desk isn't working or Hey, I, something broke or Hey, this light bulb went out. Talk about how, even though you're busy being a, being a coach, having clients, trying to get your own workouts in and running a gym and having employees, how you, how you do do the time thing. All right. Well, so this is uh, there's a couple of ways that I like to think about this. First is, First, I'll start with this, like awareness precedes change. Um, if you if you don't have awareness about how you're using time, then, you know, it's never going to change. So, like, you know, just you, you, it's not, it's OK to be fucking up. Like, it's OK to be wasting time. That doesn't make you a bad person. That makes you human. But now that you're not like lying to yourself now you can start to fix the problem you know so that's i think is is a a major key in that i like that a lot man that's good like you Um, said that and that's like that's like someone needs to write that down (laughs) dude i'm i'm like as i I was just thinking right now i was like man i should uh, write this down but it's all good it's being recorded so uh (laughs) (laughs) that's right (laughs) um the second part of that is kind of based off of what you said You, you talked about kevin hart and so 
I like to do this. I like to practice. This is tough, and I'm not saying like I'm the world's most fucking amazing guy, but I like to practice these kinds of things where I, rather than just listen to people or just talk yourself, like observe. And so one thing that I've observed is that the people who are in, in reality, like on paper, who are the most busiest or the busiest, right? Kevin Hart's of the world, you know, you know, you take any like CEO type character or Mm -hmm. anybody in the media. And then I'll bring it back down to like what I know and the people that I work with, you know, over the last, like over the last six years, um, the busiest people are moms. They got kids to take care of. They got their own work to take care of. They got to clean the house. They got to cook. They got to get, they got to take care. A lot of times I'm seeing like they're taking care of the husband, you know? Um, And so out of the, the, the probably the most underappreciated and, and busiest person is our, our moms. And so what I've seen is like, man, the most, even, even despite that, the most successful uh, clients are, have tend to be moms. Um, and so here's what I take away from this. It's like, look, I know I'm not as busy as any of these different people in these different circumstances. And yet they are able to do this. So the way that I want to take that is I don't want to be like, I shouldn't get upset at myself or, or get down on myself or beat myself up or compare myself to them. What I should do is take that and be like, oh shit, this is possible. I can do this too, because, you know, such and such has done it. This person has done it. And that person is what, like, I know that person personally, and they're like five times as busy as me and they're able to do it. So the, the no time thing is silly. Um, it's just, you know, we're not auditing our time and we're, we're not looking at what the reality is. And I think it's cool to look at other people, but only if you have enough awareness about yourself that you're not going to compare yourself. Cause that's the other part of that. Cause you can look at that guy or, or that mom and be like, Oh shit, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> right. Well, I, I think part of it too is, um, when we, we get what we look for, I think that's why Dude, I talk to people a lot about is that's the money. That's, someone- that's it right there. You know, if, if someone is, says, oh, I don't have time, you're literally trying to find zero time. You're trying to close out your schedule where you don't have time to train, to eat right, to take your kids on, on you know, play dates or whatever you're, we're talking about. But I know the busiest motherfuckers on the planet. Like, I, it's, I, I know some of the busiest people literally ever. Like, not physically on the planet, but, like, just, just ridiculously busy people yeah. that down – like, their their whole schedule is down to the 10-minute mark. Their day works in, like, 10 minutes at a time, and, and you know, it's down to the wire. Like, I, I just got talking to a guy right now. I'm, I'm doing this podcast in, like, at, at my gym, and I just got talking to a guy right now that I don't normally see in here, and I'm just like, hey, dude, what, what's up with you being in here so early? And he's like, oh, well, my wife gets off early, and I want to spend time with my wife, so I decided to come in and get in now so I can spend my time with her later. You know, yep. he could have just taken the day off and not trained, but he knows he's got to do what he's got to do. And he's also got to take care of his wife. Yeah. It's things like that. You know, Dude, you're you're right on, on you get what you look for 100 percent. And, you know, it's. Uh, it's uh, the, one of the things that, you know, sometimes it's helpful to 
like understand how or why it's working. And so I've done a, a lot of uh, work with people who are far, far smarter than I am. And they actually understand the brain and, and the science behind it. Um, but uh, have you uh, have you ever like heard of the reticulator activating system or how any of all uh, that kind of stuff works? Uh, no. <laughs> so uh, it it once it's it's pretty crazy like learning this side of things, and that's why you know what I'm so grateful that there's people out there who who are doing that work. You know, mm-hmm. um, shout out Mike T. Nelson, Dr. Mike Nelson. Uh, uh, Dr. Brian Grant, all these guys, th- there's a lot of amazing people who are then taking that and and then making it easy to understand for people like me. <laughs> uh, right. I feel you, dude. I feel you, <laughs> dude. Um, but so the RAS um, is basically a part of the brain that filters out all the millions of pieces of information that come in through your senses so that you can make decisions. Um, so if you imagine if you were able to feel, you know, your touch, hearing your your smell your taste if if you could get if you were aware of all of those pieces of information like how easy would it be to make decisions like right it it wouldn't right there's too much information so what the Mm -hmm. ras does is it decides um what's important to you and it doesn't really care what's important you tell it what's important way that you tell it is what are you constantly thinking about what are you saying and what you focus on the then the RAS RAS says oh okay cool this must be important let's allow information that's pertinent to that so for example have you ever had that experience where you you go out and you buy a, a car right let's say it's a blue jetta and you've never seen a blue jetta in your life and now all of a sudden there's blue jettas everywhere Yes, 100% all the time. And it's not because everyone wait, waited for the day you bought yours and were like, all right, let's go. Um, it's because prior to that, you know, you had never, it never even was in your brain. But now you had spent weeks talking about it, thinking about it. You went on Kelly Blue Book and looked it up 50 million times and, you know, asked your buddies and this and that. And so your RA says, oh, this must be important. Let's allow this to come in um, and be aware of this. And, uh, you know, another example of that is like, if you're ever in a crowd and you can't hear anything, all of a sudden you hear your name. Uh, Obviously you're very important to you. So your RAS allows that to come through. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the, the, the way that this ties back to, uh, the busy people and and what you said is like you get what you look for is that if you are constantly around people who make excuses or or never work out or or talk in a negative way and and then you yourself are always saying why it's difficult then guess what your ras says like it doesn't care it just says okay this must be important let's allow pertinent information around that which will validate your belief of it's difficult to make time. Does that make Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, I think uh, a lot of people, when it comes to especially talking about stuff like mindset, what your thoughts are consisting of, where your focus is at, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I get it. We are, we should probably keep our thoughts, you know, where they should, like, 
better and things like that. But I don't think people even, just like you said, even from the science side of it, the actual science and physiological and psychological side of it is if you don't watch where your thoughts are at, what consumes you, what you think about, where your focus is at, it will totally fuck up when it comes to your what you're experiencing. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's crazy. And I, I don't like I, I'm the type of person who needs it's very helpful to me to know how and why something working because then I, I, I can do it better. Like I do it, you know, more. Um, cause you know, we all hear it. Oh yeah. Be positive. Power of positive thinking, blah, 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 blah. But for me, that never really clicked until I was like, Oh shit. Like there's a, there's a base in, in biology and physiology of why that's the truth. Right. Yep. And, uh, but then again, like I also now, you know, simplicity is one of my goals with everything is like wait a minute there's a reason why all the smartest wisest people throughout history all you know religions one of their biggest things has always been gratitude so if you think about it like oh what's so great about gratitude because you're focusing on the things that are right and what you're grateful for which then your RAS will bring in more, you know, you, you will have more of that information and you're constantly feeling good, which in the grand scheme of things, like you're not going to do something if you feel shitty. Right. You know, so putting yourself in a good mood or in a, in a positive mood and having that focus is extremely helpful. Like for sure. You just can't do it. If you're not in a good, like if you're not in a positive mood, you can't get it done. Well, and I, uh, one thing I tell people all the time is, um, especially in terms of my clients and just on my social, like, you know, talking to anybody or in social media or whatever, is you cannot be in two states at different times. Like, we, we all know if, like, there's light, there's dark, if there's an inside to this room, there's an outside, if there's positive, there's negative, and you can't have both at the same time. I can't be inside a room and outside at the same time. I can't be going forward and backwards at the same time. In the same way, tying back to fitness and fat loss and all that stuff is I cannot be negative about my stuff and expect a positive outcome. It doesn't work like that, you know, because everyone feels like they have to be negative about it. When they think about dieting, they're like, Oh, I'm going to deprive myself. I got to eat bland, tasteless foods. I've got to deprive myself and suffer and hours in the gym and all this. They're, they're trying to be, they're trying to be negative and expecting this worthy, positive, Positive. look better, feel better goal. Dude, that's, that's a, Oh, man, you know, what kills me is like we hear all this stuff um, and we never really like take a second to let it marinate and really like what what did he just say and and take a second to like sit with it because, you know, it all sounds good. And then we just move on with the day and then we go mm-hmm. back to like being negative. Um, but I use that example uh, when we do. So I do the the nutrition workshops every Saturday here for for new people coming in. And uh, one of the things, actually, this is what I, I even bring this up during my uh, initial meetings with people wanting to sign up, um, uh, which, you know, by the way, that's very important to me, like monitoring your environment um, and who's in your environment. So I, I don't people just don't get to sign up like I have to sit with them and talk to them and see what they're about, um, which, you know, kind of gets into that uh uh, RAS stuff is like, if you're around negative people, you're not going to get good results. But, you know, I'll tell them like, do you know of any person who was like always negative about how it's, they can't work out, they can't eat well, and it's so hard. And then next thing you know, 
they turned around like and they turned into this super jacked, shredded, strong, healthy person. Like, did that ever happen? No. Never. <laughs> right? So yeah. you click like that goes back to our thing about observing. Like if you just observe, do what the people who are getting it done do. Like they don't do that. Yeah. Stop you doing know? what what people who don't want that that don't have what you want. The people who are unhappy, overweight, not strong, quit doing what they do and start doing what what the successful people are doing. A lot of people overlook that concept. Like this dude's broke. Don't do what broke people do if you want to have money. Like this dude's or fat. Don't do what fat people do. You know? <laughs> that, that's so simple, but so not what people do. Like, you know, and I'm sure you get this, you see this a lot, uh, in person and on, you know, on social media. It's like somebody will ask a question based off of somebody something someone else said, and I'm like, so wait a minute. Uh, you're paying me to bring you results and you trusted me because of my own results and my experience, but you're asking me a question that aunt Susan or, you know, the popular one right now is Karen told you about, <laughs> and Karen doesn't look like she ever worked out in her life. Um, I'm going to give you a second to kind of reevaluate and then you have a better question or if you decide to rescind your two. Uh, <laughs> I love <but> you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's silly, but that is so powerful. It's like if you want to go get in shape, one of the simplest thing you can do is like go hang out with your friends who are active and in shape, and you'll yeah. pick up their habits, and it'll it'll stop becoming something that you have to do, and it'll just be what you do, and you're not even doing it for that reason. You're doing it because you're around those people. Um, but yeah, man, that's uh. I think that's yeah. I think that's so powerful for sure. Definitely. Well, I think it's interesting is because whenever I I love that's one of the things I love to, with especially with this podcast because I was kind of hesitant on starting one, but I'm like wicked grateful I did because um, I'm just because like that's the thing a lot of the stuff that I talk to whoever I'm interviewing on here is stuff that like I want to know like you know what you, hey what is your opinion on this like screw my listeners I want to know what you think because Jared wants to know. Not through exactly. my listeners, really, but um, <laughs> it's it's interesting because I like to talk to, especially in the coaching world. I love to to bring on higher level coaches that are in different areas that are doing way better than me, that are doing all this stuff, and it's interesting. Everybody says the exact same thing, but just in a different flavor. It, it's, yep. it's 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 interesting. Uh, everyone so far that I've talked to, everyone from let's see, uh, every, the way I believe to you to LJ to. Ron Everline, Kevin Hart's guy, to uh, – I'm getting ready to have Jordan on here. Um, I had Troy Brown on here. Like, all these these amazing people all over the world that have completely different training philosophies, completely different level clients, completely different everything. Everyone's philosophies are the same. Um, it's interesting. Everybody's talking about mindset. Your thoughts have – you have to have intentional thoughts. You have to be very diligent about not letting toxic thinking happen. Um the gra- gratitude, every single person's talked about gratitude so far. Nearly every single person has, even down to like gratitude journals. I've been having my clients start doing that when they get all caught up in, I don't look good. I don't feel good. I hate the way I feel. Uh, all the negative chain of events. I make them bust down a gratitude journal and start writing down what they're grateful for to change that state. You know, everybody's talking about the same stuff. Yep. Hunt, dude, it's just, you know, you're, it kind of goes back to what we talked about at the beginning is like, um, the, 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 the man who's married to principles can get results with any method. Um, 
And these things that all these, you know, amazing people are talking about, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna go ahead and not include myself in, in that company. Those are some pretty amazing people, but, um, like, dude, it's so simple. Like if, if all these people are saying or doing this, put yourself around them more often and then just try it, just do what they're asking. Yeah. You know, and we, we get into these things where, cause I have, you know, I, I speak from experience with this is like, you feel bad about yourself because you're not there already. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing that messes up so many people. And I, you know, my, one of the things is like helping people understand that you're not supposed to be there already. Like, don't worry. It it's, this is part of the process. Messing up and fucking up is part of the process. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, yeah. One of my uh, last guest I had on here, he's a, his name's Todd McBroom. He's a, he's an amazing mentor of mine that I've worked with for years. And he, uh, he works with people just in general. It's not like a fitness specifically, but he works a lot with people just literally getting from A to B because it's the same principles of being successful and, you know, massive growth kind of stuff. And he was talking about like, people forget about the law of gestation. It's like a plant is you can't plant a seed and expect you to have corn tomorrow it there there yeah. is the gestation period where you have to plant the seed and trust the motherfucking process yeah. and give it time because if you if you have that seed you plant the seed of corn and you go the next day dig it up to look at it see if it grew put it back in the ground give it another day pull it back see if it's if it's grew you're not going to have corn it's not you're nope. not going to have the plant and the food you've got to plant it trust it believe it and understand that's just how the process works and some plants take longer to grow than others dude that Hundred, all the best plants take the longest gr- to grow. Anything yeah. that grows quickly is not. Nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, and here's what's crazy: talking about uh, the the some of the mind, the science of the science behind the mind that you were just talking about is the mind. That what's really scary because it's all about what we focus on is whether you're focusing on good or bad. The mind, and this is why I try to tell people, is just as fertile as the dirt. What's here's what's crazy about plant putting actual real plants in the dirt you can put a uh let's say a a corn a thing of corn right you know in the ground and not even a 16th of an inch away from that you can plant like poison like a deadly poison like nightshade or something right next to to it and they will both grow with just as blossom and they will both blossom just because the earth doesn't care what you put in it you can literally put them side by side in the total opposites and you're going to have two successful plants, but people think it's different with your thoughts, what you focus on, thinking about what's not going right versus what's going right and where your mind will just go wherever you want it to go. And then people wonder why actions are so hard. Dude, that, that analogy of the seed in the soil was one of the first times that all of this started to make sense. And, and I, and I'll, again, like I'll say this, it wasn't like, oh, I got it, and then it, everything changed. No, it, it's been a process, and it's still a process. But um, uh, I, Dr. Brian Grasso told me that same example, and I was like, holy shit, that your, your mindset is the soil, um, and whatever you put into there will grow. Um, you know, And you can have the best, and so if you don't take care of the soil first um, – you can have the best seeds and you can have the best tools and the best gardener. It won't matter, you know, um, to take that analogy, you know, and run with it. But, yeah. um, 
But yeah, dude, I, I really like that. All the bad things, as much as we want them, they take time. And I'll tell you what, uh, tying back a little bit to like my own personal story with, with health and what I want, uh, ultimately physically, um, I was the perennial from age 15 to 22 or whatever. Like, you know, I was like, all right, I want to get big. I want to get jacked. I would look at this article or that program and I would do it for like a week. I don't think I even did it for a week ever. Really. There was just large stretches of time where I tried one thing and, or maybe looked at it and then it didn't work. So then I stopped and then I got fired up again. I'm like, okay, let's do this. And that was literally like eight or nine years of that and zero results. The day that things started to change was when I decided to go on a five to 10 year plan. And yep. I remember, I, I remember having that conversation with, uh, with Al J and also with, 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 uh, coach Alberto. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm ready. Let's do this. And just letting that seed be in there and being patient, not digging it up. And <laughs> it's been crazy. Cause Number one, the peace of mind has been like uh, uh, unbelievable. Like I don't have you know stress or anxiety about things. But number two, in the short term, there's been some pretty phenomenal results because I haven't dug up the seed and changed the plan. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I love that. That's so, amazing. Yeah. That's that's great. Now, the, the last thing I want to talk about, I want to touch on before we wrap this thing up is, and it's one thing that I, that I do my best to do, and that I've noticed that you do extremely well, and I'd love to hear your opinion on it. it we touched on it just a little bit, the, the concept of simplicity. If you take all these crazy, and you said, you said it yourself, some of the best doctors and the best knowledgeable people that you've worked with have taken this crazy complicated idea and theory and all this crazy stuff and then put it in this nice little pretty picture where you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. This is like plants. This is like this. This is like deadlifting. Or talk about how the simple, how everything, no matter how difficult it may be, should should be simple. Literally, people try to overcomplicate everything because complication sells shit and makes people freak out. But how everything, I'm the biggest believer that everything should be simple. Everything should yeah. be super crazy simple. Talk about that. Um. Well, I guess you know I'll there's a couple of things that I guess I would want to say about that. Um, one, uh, one being like, listen, be open. Um, you know, Stephen Hawking just passed away and he said, uh, one of the quotes that was floating around a lot was, you know, the greatest danger is not, uh, shit. Now I'm not going to fucking remember the quote. Uh, <laughs> the greatest danger is not like ignorance. It's the illusion of, uh, intelligence or knowledge, right? That's, so, that's good. And so I think about that is like so often we won't listen because we think we know or we're too busy with our own thoughts and opinions that we're not allowed. We're standing in front of this person who's super intelligent and good at what they do. Um, you know, obviously they're practicing what they preach and, and they've helped so many people. Yet I'm standing here with my cup full and I'm not emptying my cup so that I can, so they can fill my cup. Right. So I would mm -hmm. say first is like empty your cup, you know, empty your cup, um, be open to learning. Um, that's one. 
Now, this is that's a thing that stopped me for a very long time because I'll tell you one of the biggest influences in my life is my dad. Um, my dad came to America when he was like 18 or 19. I think he had like 100 or 150 bucks and didn't speak English. And it, 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 I'll be 100% just like to the point is like if it wasn't for him, none of, none, none of anything that I'm doing, San Jose Barbell, anything that I've been able to do wouldn't exist. Um, and he's been extremely successful. And I thought for so many years that I was so intelligent that I didn't listen to the simple things that he was telling me. But I'm still grateful because now here I am. Like some people never listen, but I'm, I'm grateful. I'm like, okay, shit. Like I started to listen and I started to empty my cup and I can still learn. Um, so as far as simplicity goes, number one, be open and put your own. Like if you were so smart, you would have the results. If you were so good at what, what you want to do or what you want to accomplish, you would already be there. So shut up, empty your cup, and listen to somebody who you trust, you who has results, and, and is trying to guide you. That would be first. That's good, dude. That's, that, that's amazing right there. Um, you know, uh, and that applies to everything. I mean, I with my dad, that's, that's a huge thing. There's so many things that he's told me that I didn't listen to because I thought I had the answers. Um, and then in terms of like other areas of life, health, fitness, nutrition, it's a similar story. Um, uh, so that, that's the first thing. Then the second thing would be like, in order to make progress, you gotta, I mean, it's cool if you want to do it on your own, but I don't know a lot of people who figured it out on their own um, that didn't take an absurdly long time. Um, so you, yeah, you can go figure it out on your own, but you have a job, you have a life, you have kids, like whatever you're trying to do, it's, it's a good idea to look for somebody, whether it's books or or podcasts or, or in person or somebody who's, you know, maybe it's your boss, maybe it's, you know, whatever, whoever it is, like go to somebody who knows what the, what they're doing and, uh, allow them to speed up your process. Um, and I always want to, so, so my criteria, the reason I bring that up is because it's important to have a criteria to pick this person. And that criteria is you should know, like, and trust them. Yep. All right. That's key. They should practice what they preach and they should have uh, uh, results, the, the results that you would want. Right. And that you would trade places because like there's a lot of a lot of people who make a lot of money in, in not so good ways. I wouldn't want to trade places with them or or people who have amazing physiques that, you know, maybe do things that I wouldn't do. I wouldn't want to you know, I wouldn't want to trade places with them. So th- this this is an important part of that. And then they got to have a track record of being able to reproduce those results for other people. That's, that's how you're going to pick, you know, who you're going to listen to. And then going back to one, empty that cup and just listen. Um, the last piece of this is that it, it's, it's hundred percent what you're talking about of, of the gestation period um, in that, Hey man, be okay with fucking up. Be okay with, with it taking time. Be okay with 
guess what? You're this is this is month one. Your deadlift's not gonna be perfect. Guess what? <laughs> you're, you're you're this is year one. It, it you're gonna have uh, plateaus and stalls, and everything is not gonna be rainbows and unicorn farts and like that's okay. <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> that's the last period is just like, or the last part of that is like, be okay with the ups and downs. Um, Cause there will be ups and downs. It's not smooth sailing. Um, and that's, that's kind of just what, what makes allows me the, to continue, like get better, allows me to get a little bit better every day in whatever area I'm doing. So, um, that's how I try to keep things simple. Listen to smart people, get out of my own head, and then uh, be patient. I love that, man. That's that's exactly that's you hit the nail on the head. Absolutely. So, well, man, I appreciate you getting on here massively. I know your schedule's crazy, and to be able to get on here and learn and hopefully provide a little bit of value to everybody, it's been awesome. So, thank you so much for hopping on here, dude. Thank you for having me. Awesome, man. Well, I will be putting pumping this out today. Um, yeah, so thanks a lot for everything, man. Have a good day. Awesome, bro. Talk to you soon. But yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I hope you guys got a lot of value from it. Please be sure and go follow Rand Beer and his journey and what he's doing. He's doing some crazy stuff and get a lot of value from him. Um, if you guys have any requests on people I should interview on here or stuff you'd like me to talk about and go you know, down in depth on, please message me and let me know. Be sure and like this or share this. Or if you could go over to um, your iTunes or Google Play or whatever platform you're listening to this on and give it a rating. That'd mean a lot to me. So otherwise, I'll talk to you next time.